0: Well, hello there and welcome to episode 62 of the Whiskey Winner Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lewis, certified bourbon steward from the State of Thieves Society and Maker's Mark Ambassador. Welcome to everybody out there listening. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I want to welcome the newest uh, members to our international family, Indonesia. So welcome to you. I know we are growing uh, numerous countries now around the world Uh, that are listening or have listened to the podcast, Whiskey Winner Podcast. So I'm so uh, thankful to have our international family growing. And of course, welcome to all those domestically in the United States. And I wanted to share with you some interesting facts and information regarding the world of whiskey, because that's what we advertise, try to share a lot of different things. And my whole point is that you learn something new or you learn something maybe you didn't know before from the podcast and so that's why i like listeners both go on and say you know what i want to listen to this podcast because i can always take away something with me and just kind of put that in kind of like your bags of trivia i always kind of like those books that kind of have uh, just interesting facts and information and, I, and it's interesting to learn about some of these things in the world of whiskey, we have the word shot, and I enjoy studying about, you know, whiskey history, and I really do like to do that, and so one of the things that uh, I definitely wanted to share with you was the uh, word shot, you know, where does shot come from, and in the Old West, actually, a 45 cartridge actually cost around 12 cents, or actually did cost 12 cents, and but that was the same price of a um, basically a glass of whiskey. And so if a cowhand back in the days though, were, was basically, you know, wanting to get some whiskey, but didn't quite have the, the cash. The bartender actually would accept for currency actually would take a 45 cartridge in exchange for a glass of whiskey. Well, of course, a 45 cartridge, a shot in other words, for this particular glass. And so they would exchange this 45 cartridge, 12 cent cartridge for the value of this glass of whiskey. So this became known as a shot of whiskey because you could do that. Go to a bar, go to the bartender. You didn't have 12 cents for the glass of whiskey, but you had a 45 cartridge. So you can actually give that to the bartender and then he would give you a glass of whiskey in exchange for your 45 cartridge. And so thus we get the term shot. And we use that same 2021, 21st century. We still use that same terminology today. And I think it's interesting to go back to history and, and see where do we get some of these things? You know, where do, they, where do they actually come from? So I thought I would share that uh, with you. One of the things I was reading too online, and you know, there's a lot of places I go to all over. The internet and and I have books too as well. I like to read and certain authors and experts that I go to like Fred Minnick, Heather Green, their books, their information. I love so much. And one of the things that I was reading online was about Jack Daniels employees, along with their paycheck. They get a free bottle of Jack with their paychecks. Now that wow, that's that's definitely a bonus for those that like whiskey. You get your paycheck when you get paid, and get a uh, bottle, a free bottle of Jack Daniels. As far as the bourbon, if we go back to you know the specific topic of bourbon, bourbon has the most regulated spirits production process in the world. It really does. There are more, and I've read this quite a bit that there are more barrel. There are more bourbon barrels. There are more bourbon barrels in Kentucky than there are people. And I I have read that in a number uh, of places. One of the things that I do when I read, um, certain things come to mind. And one of the things that come to mind is I've read a lot about um, bourbon being America's native spirit. And actually, I, I... I don't believe that really to be so. I think it's been kind of misconstrued over the uh, time. It's interesting where some of these information uh, comes from and how things like, okay, where did that come from? And actually what happened was in May 4th, 1964, what actually happened is that Congress recognized bourbon as a distinctive product of the United States. Now that's for sure. That's a for sure thing. I've gone back, I've looked at the reading, I've looked at those proclamations. And you can, you know, look up online. You can maybe Google search, do one of those kind of things. Dr. Google search online. In May 4th, 1964, that's what Congress did. They actually recognized bourbon as a distinctive product of the United States. So bourbon is not America's native spirit. But what is true is that Congress recognized bourbon as a distinctive product of the United States. May 4th, 1964, they made that proclamation. They actually have paperwork. Congress did this. And so again, a distinctive product of the United States is what bourbon is, not America's native spirit. So I think just interesting facts and figures and and speaking of Fred Minnick, I I, I enjoy watching his video clips and he was mentioning on his uh, YouTube on his YouTube channel that I subscribe to and I always get which is nice if you subscribe to Fred's YouTube channel I always get like updates anytime that Fred Minnick is cutting a brand new YouTube. When he cuts a brand new YouTube I get information it just pops up on my phone and Fred's cutting something brand new. And then I'm ready to see what Fred Minnick is talking about. And he's a world-renowned expert in the area of whiskey. And he does tastes. If you want to know what he thinks about certain whiskeys, you can always you know, watch him online, get some really good information, see what he thinks as a really good uh, brand, and can give you some ideas of what to drink. And I know I was reading, which I thought was interesting. He actually had something one time that in the 1990s, he was mentioning that on his YouTube site, Blanton's and Maker's Mark uh, were taunting each other in newspaper ads in the 1990s. And what happened was it actually led to a blind taste-off in Lexington and Louisville. And it was a draw. So, But today... You know you can choose which brand reigns supreme in your liquor cabinet, and that was the question which reigns supreme in your liquor cabinet. And not to sound biased here, but if you go online and look at it, at least from the last time I looked at that, it wasn't too many uh voters, it wasn't too many, and but it was interesting to read that maker's mark had 71% and Blanton's 29%. I think part of that's probably due uh because of the availability. I'm thinking as a part of it, if you went to a liquor store right now, you're probably not going to find blends. I highly, highly doubt it. But if you go to any liquor store, I think in, in town, especially in, in, in Boise, if you go in Boise, in Idaho, you go, you go to a liquor store, you're going to find Maker's Mark in virtually like every one of them. So Maker's Mark is going to be easy to find. And definitely, like I said, not to sound biased, but Maker's Mark is definitely in mine. So no Blantons. If I find Blantons, though, I would like to get it, and I recommend you, you get it as well. WorldWhiskeyDay.com has a lot of interesting facts and information regarding the world of whiskey. And one of the things I wanted to, to share with you, and, I, and I've shared with other individuals, too, as well, was about Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker is so, you know, one of the top recognizable whiskeys uh, in the world. Yeah, Johnny Walker is very, very well known. It's a blended, it is a blended scotch, and very, very well known. And if you go back to the history, and again, I, I, I'm a history buff in, in the world of whiskey. And John or Johnny Walker, as they mentioned on worldwhiskeyday.com, I found some interesting facts on there. And I've was mentioning this to others before. That I like to, you know, like I said, learn and read about history. And John or Johnny Walker actually was a grocer uh, in Scotland, and in the mid in the mid 1800s, and actually specialized in blending tea before he decided to start blending whiskey. And of course, to this day, you know, we know Johnny Walker is one of the most popular in all the world uh, blended Scotch whiskeys. So very, very well known and very popular. But interesting, kind of to read. Through these and say, oh, yeah, Johnny Walker. And in the mid 1800s in Scotland, he specialized in blending tea before he decided to start blending whiskey. And very, very uh, well known uh, today. So I just wanted to share with you some interesting uh, facts, interesting facts and figures uh, regarding the uh, world of whiskey. And I know I was reading, uh, I was reading actually something on Fred Minnick. I really, I really enjoy when I go to uh, Fred Minnick, fredminnick.com. Fred's got some interesting, really interesting information. That's a great website to go to, to learn about things. And fredminnick.com. You can go online, fredminnick.com, enter your email. He'll send you a newsletter, free newsletter. And he has some things on there and really interesting things I like to read as well. And one of the things too that uh, that Fred had that I was looking at, and I've read it too as well, was the, after three years, we look at Bourbon News. He has a, an article that you go online and, and read that, but I've also read and, and let's be so glad because it helps our price of whiskey in, in this country. After three years, whiskey tariffs end. And he mentions that uh, about whiskey exports, you know, dropping 37%. And so we're glad that those whiskey tariffs, you know, definitely um, end. And you know, we, we put a tariff on something and boy, those, those prices are going to, you know, go up. And so we want to try to keep, you know, the price of whiskey, you know, um, down so those European Union tariffs, you know, we're, we're glad that, um, you know, those things can uh, be ending and whiskey tariffs really jack up the prices on those things. So Fred's got some interesting news and he has an article that you kind of go through uh, after three years, whiskey tariffs end. So we're glad about that to help with our whiskey prices and to keep those uh, things in in check. So Anyway, hopefully, uh, you found some interesting things based on what we uh, talked about on Whiskey Wonder Podcast. I don't want to keep this very long, but just kind of want to share with you some interesting uh, facts and figures uh, regarding the world of whiskey. I always appreciate the opportunity to cut these podcasts. And like I said, uh, 20 countries around the world, including the United States, thank you so much for joining me on the Whiskey Wonder Podcast, episode 62. I'm your host, Michael Lewis, certified bourbon steward from the Stave and Thief Society and Maker's Mark Ambassador. Again, remember, always drink safely, responsibly, and in moderation. Thanks for tuning in, and cheers.